Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration industry. So today I'm joined by Danny Stefanik, who is the CEO of Mootop, which is a 3D virtual events platform. So a very warm welcome, Danny. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm really interested to kind of get the background uh, on Mootop and you. Um, maybe that's a good place to start. How about uh, telling you, tell me how you got into 3D virtual events? Well, I'm not sure we've got, you know, a couple of days or, or so of my history to get involved in this. But um, the, the virtual events thing is pretty recent. But the involvement in VR and 3D is pretty much a lifetime work. So, um, you know, way back in the 90s, uh, I started the Virtual Reality Association back in Australia, where I'm from, and uh, I've been building VR companies and opportunities ever since in consumer-based virtual worlds and games, but also in enterprise and learning and training. And uh, really, you know, we've been, last six years, uh, building a web-based platform for virtual uh, experiences, both kind of self-paced learning experiences where people go in and talk to AI chatbots, but also where people go into virtual events and meet other people as avatars, but also with video in a 3D environment. And the last seven months uh, since the COVID crisis, uh, we've seen exponential growth and demand for virtual events. Everyone's, you know, cancelling their summits and conferences and expos and looking for ways to get teams together. And now even more so coming up to the Christmas period, uh, how do you get your teams together for the end of year events that you would normally do social events? And uh, this has led to um, the growth of our platform uh, in incredible fashion. But more than that, I've seen so many different types of, and groups of people being able to get together. Uh, it was always something I dreamed about how this kind of technology could be used to bring people together and we've seen the the uh, appetite for innovation from this pandemic increase, and that's been uh, what I call a silver lining in this corona cloud. Great, thank thank you for that. I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because you know, we 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 also launched a virtual event last year uh, when virtual events was really just an emerging trend, and and, and there wasn't so many platforms out there. But um, really, this year has changed the game completely. Um, yeah. What's your perception of the marketplace at the moment then? Because, you know, we really have come into this pandemic this year and uh, we're still not out of it. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, there's a huge appetite for virtual events out there. So what's, what's this kind of state of play? What are the market dynamics uh, from your perception? Well, uh, number one, there's massive growth. Uh, so uh, I think it's 20, 23% um, compound annual growth in, in the market. A lot of that's video-based events, but we're also seeing you know, major entertainment events like uh, the the uh, experiences in um, Fortnite and others. Uh, we're seeing the uptake of Zoom uh, based on the pandemic has been incredible as well. So people using uh, web conferencing tools more than they used to. And uh, that, that's actually been a, a double-edged sword really because you know, people are now using more web conferencing, video conferencing uh, on an almost daily basis. So all the meetings that used to happen in, in real life suddenly happening online. Uh, but it's now you know, going into a video conference, apart from interviews like this, uh, are generally considered work. And uh, to have a, an event that's a conference or an expo or a social gathering, uh, you know, an ask me anything session or a fireside chat, having another video session 
it feels a lot to people like work. And there's a, you know, a hashtag going around called Zoom fatigue, which people get burdened by you know, seeing themselves on the screen, being consciously aware. There's a lot of psychological factors that, that uh, zap the energy out of you. Uh, so I think the market is look, has it, you know, aggressively taken on video conferencing, but now they're looking for how do we move past that to create some form of engagement? Uh, and in particular, how do you put each user at the center of their experience? Because if I often say, if you can watch a webinar presentation, a Zoom presentation and record the video and send the video to everyone and everyone's seeing the same result, there was no audience participation, maybe some chat relegated to the, the left-hand side, but really there, there's no um, user at the center of the experience, which you get when you're at a real world event, conferencing, you know, exposed, so forth. You're walking around, you're interacting with people. It's your, your personal experience. And that's the element that people are trying to ignite and recreate in these online experiences. It's working somewhat. People are doing polls and icebreakers and a few other activities, but uh, you know, it is something that now people have a a real need to solve that problem. And virtual events isn't new. It's it's a decade old industry, but there was only a handful of players, and most of them just web you know kind of websites with three D pictures on them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and and now newer ones using just video. Uh, so I think the industry's always been there and now it's got a massive, if you look at the, the Google Trends graph, it's just you know, gone through, through the sky. So um, there's nothing but upside in this at the moment and post-pandemic, uh, you know, vaccines, et cetera, and people returning to the new normal, the, the, the waterline's still gonna be much higher than it was before. So the industry is going to have a uh, consistent position and the opportunity is gonna be there ongoing as people have really taken the chance of innovating and trying new things. Well, absolutely. And there seems to be an appetite out there for trying new things, but uh, this also seems, as you, as you mentioned, the kind of good, bad and ugly of virtual events at the moment where, you know, you've got everything from a very, very simple kind of webinar style event, which is on demand through to, you know, new, very innovative solutions like, uh, like Mootop. So look, I, I wrote a blog recently on, uh, you know, the lack of presence in video conferencing and, you, you know, collaboration environments. And I was, well, the point I was trying to make was, look, we've got a way to go here. You know, I, I really am quite inspired by virtual reality, especially at the moment. I, I think that really will solve, potentially solve that, uh, that, that feeling of presence. But, um, you know, how is that looking at Mootup? I mean, because you, you've, could you describe your solution to us? And maybe we can we can bring some images up on the screen as well uh, in the video. But um, just describe the kind of experience that you uh, that you've created. Yeah, well, there's some fundamental differences uh, between what we're doing and pure VR. And being being an, a sort of pioneer of virtual reality for you know, 26 odd years, um, VR is very important to me, and the the immersion and the opportunity to do that. But there's also market realities we need to deal with, which is not everyone has virtual reality headsets. Not everyone enjoys putting them on. And most most important is your audience reach. How can you get people that are using the technology they have today and create an on-ramp, a way for them to get into virtual reality? So I, I've often talked about what I call the VR chasm, 
and that's there's a gap, a huge gap between uh, where people are today and these companies that do VR only, all focused on virtual reality and augmented reality headsets. Now we support all of the virtual reality headsets on the market and augmented reality headsets already, um, and that's part of what we deliver. But we need audiences in in government, in enterprise, in education, all of them to be able to access these experiences to get a taste for it and then evolve into VR. And so I, I've always called that the, the VR ready on-ramp. So how do you get people VR ready? Uh, this also makes it future-proof and also makes it more dynamic. So I can be in the virtual reality headset having a meeting. Uh, I can put down the headset, pick up my phone, be in the same meeting and continue it there or on my laptop. Uh, and you know, in lap on laptops and so forth, it's a bit easier. You can copy and paste URLs and do things which are harder to do in VR headsets. So there's a, there's a balance between the different uh, elements of communication that you can get in each of these. So this is the fundamental difference with the MoodUp platform. It's built on web frameworks entirely. It means you just go to a URL, like you might share a YouTube link with a friend. It's that easy to get into a 3D experience. And it works across every device with high performance. So whether it's an old phone, a notebook, computer, laptops, tablets, um, low-powered headsets, you know, the standalone versions, everything works. But at the scale of the web, so, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of users and the capabilities to do that, pull in video streaming, pulling web content, uh, images, PowerPoints, everything, you can just pull it into the 3D environment and edit it within that environment at the same time. So uh, I often describe it at the MoodUp platform because it's an editor as well. It's like Adobe Suite, but for creating immersive experiences combined with something like Zoom at the level of conferencing. Uh, so that, that puts us in a very unique position. I don't believe there's any other platform that's uh, quite as advanced. And that only comes from six years of banging our heads against all the different enterprise environments we've been involved with, data privacy and security, and uh, just making it run through firewalls and on low-spec machines on browsers like Internet Explorer, uh, all sorts of headaches that you only get by going the hard yards of uh, you know, building a product and deploying it with real uh, clients over many years. And that's what led us to where we are today. Fantastic. And you're absolutely right. That user experience is... It's, it's imperative you get that right, isn't it? Otherwise, the adoption will, you know, be severely affected. So, tell us about the type of events that you've created because I, from your website, it's, it's interesting because you, you know, I'm, I'm, everyone's got a different kind of perception of virtual events. So, talk, could you talk us through the kind of types of events that you can host on your platform? Oh, well, it's uh, quite a range. So, I can talk about the ones that we've been involved with. We have lots of event agencies that use the platform to run events for their clients because it is really a platform that you use however you see fit. Uh, it's kind of ask, like asking what can a website do? There's so many different things you can do with a website. Uh, so it's the same with this platform. And so the kinds of events range from ad hoc meetings all the way up to big expos with lots of booths and stands like you would normally see and a lot of things in between. So it's being used in education for virtual classrooms to get students in together. Uh, I know that uh, there's um, you know, various schools using it as, as their main way of communicating with students and getting them involved. There are organizations that use the platform 100% internal. So none, none, of, none of the content leaves the, to the, the wider internet. It's all used within the intranet environment integrated with SharePoint and they have virtual campuses where 
their learners come in, they meet, they collaborate, they do the traditional content that they might get off the websites within the internet is pasted within the 3D environment on the walls and they can click and interact with things, uh, which it leads to a kind of a, a culture of collaboration with an organization. Instead of you know, a SharePoint page with 20 different resources that you need to complete, instead you're in a space and you've got other staff who are walking around and you can talk to them. You have this, uh, you know, kind of hallway chats with other people that are doing training, for example. Uh, we have deep integrations with tools like Slack and Teams and uh, actually we're a Zoom client as well. So you can use traditional Zoom and broadcast it straight into the 3D environment, but people in the 3D environment can broadcast back out to Zoom. So it's two-way. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, again, with nothing to install. And that allows us to run on things like the Oculus Quest headsets, for example. Uh, so we're the only Zoom sort of environment available in there. Uh, yeah, there, there's so many things. Recently, we had the uh, African-American Association of Financial Advisors run an event in the, the platform. Uh, that was a multi-day event with all the major kind of advisory and banks uh, as part of the expo. Uh, but it was great that they, they had not just the formal presentations and an awards ceremony, but also uh, games like Jeopardy and some live DJs. And with our platform, we have over a hundred different dance moves that avatars can do. So, you know, there was there was big dance sessions going on. And uh, you know, that, that worked out really well to the acclaim of not just the association, but all of the, um, the exhibitors, these, these banks, you know, people that would be more um, conservative, you would presume, but they, they all very much enjoyed the platform and its engagement and its ability to uh, deliver an experience to the end users. So there's just a few examples. There's many more. I mean, we've got hospitality schools using it globally. There are... Um, uh, there, there are also expos, so these are booths and so forth. Most of the ones I'm thinking about are actually through event agencies who are making just an incredible success out of this downturn. Normally their, their real life events are all being cancelled, but the ones that have adopted our platform are you know, making all the revenue they need just from this, this platform alone. So, you know, there is a real ability to deliver solutions just about getting the word out and letting enough people know that it's available uh, because this is relatively new, at least in the 3D aspect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many use cases and you're right. Everyone, are, everyone's seeking a digital alternative right now or virtual alternative. So you're in a really great place. How do you wrap this up for your, your customers? I mean, how do you go to market with uh, the Muta platform? Yeah, well, it's pretty simple. So there, we have a studio that can assist, but you, you don't need that at all. The, the whole platform is turnkey. You, you subscribe, you have the platform, and then you can build within it as you wish. We have templates for different rooms. You can mix and match them all together into your custom virtual world. You can build uh, avatars or chatbots. We have over a billion different style combinations, full diversity and inclusion. And you can program them to uh, speak and be guides or to survey people. And uh, on top of that, you can gamify the whole experience as well. So you track where people go, what they do, and based on those interactions, you can trigger rewards. That could be points, or it could be a virtual hat or a T-shirt for my avatar that everyone else sees. Or in, in the, the context of this recent event, uh, the African-American Association of Financial Advisors, they actually accumulated points, and you could, you could cash in those points for real-world swag. So you'd be sent, you know, uh, T-shirts and, and, and fun stuff that, that you could earn 
uh, through inter interacting in the environment, which is absolutely terrific. Uh, I, I love yeah. swag. And, you know, if I yeah. can get digital or the, you know, tangible swag, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, it's a real driver, right? Uh, people get a kick out of it. And, uh, you know, it can be anything from uh, unlocking a new dance move for your avatar to, you know, uh, you know custom uh, clothing for your character uh, or even furniture for your own 3D office, if you like. So there are lots of ways to innovate and excite people. And Very cool. Very cool. a fundamental component also is video streaming connecting video streaming to the 3D environments because that's how most event companies are used to delivering things. Uh, so that, that's a big part of our platform, either streaming to big screens in an auditorium or actually replacing the 3D avatar with a, a video camera like what we have now. So you can actually have face-to-face -face video meetings in a 3D environment, be moving around together but still see each other's spatial expressions and be communicating in a way that you're most familiar with. That is very cool, very cool. Um, so what's the road ahead look like for, for Mutel? Well, scale, scale, scale. I mean, really, we're, we're getting uh, requests for larger and larger events and ways to handle these. Uh, I did have a request for one and a half million attendees. Uh, wow. That's a little bit beyond our platform right now, but we're working towards that sort of capacity. Yeah, who and, has that uh, many attendees? I mean, that's just that you know, blows your mind, doesn't it? A million attendees. Yeah, well, you know, it's a global global phenomenon, and uh, in this case, and there are yeah uh, a lot of fans. So they're more more tending towards the entertainment wow. side, uh, which our platform is surely capable of doing. Uh, but mostly, we've been looking at the at the um, enterprise sector, uh, who have the the dire needs at the moment to replace their. Uh, annual conferences. Uh, in the future, it's just going to be more quality and more capability and higher levels of uh, touch points and integration. I mean, we've got um, handshakes and hugs coming up uh, in the platform, which is great, uh, especially with all the social distancing. Hugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hugs too. That's what I've been craving for on these platforms. I use Teams and Zoom and WebEx and all these platforms. I'm like, what about a hug? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, these these are some of the, the elements. We've got the capacity to tell how engaged your audience are as well. So that's a, a useful signal uh, to tell if your talk is getting a bit boring. Uh, so the, these elements that really, things that you couldn't do normally uh, in, in typical live events, we can do some extraordinary things in 3D, uh, but remembering that everything we do works on mobile phones and tablets and everything, which makes our, our business way more challenging than, than just VR. We have to make the same interaction you can do on one device work across all for a user. Uh, so, you know, you should be able to you know, reach out and hug someone on the mobile phone or in VR. Uh, all of that's got to be possible. So we set ourselves a pretty high standard on user experience, user interactivity, but it's been worth it because um, we were able to bring in a whole, all the audience, 100% audience uh, can join in. And that that is an incredible outcome for somebody taking on this new type of innovation instead of installing apps and getting security approval to deploy things. Uh, just being able to put in a web link and jump into an experience is frictionless. We're at the same point now with 3D on the web that we were many, many years ago with video. And in the early days of the internet, video was really hard to do. There were different codecs and different things you had to install and plugins, and it was a nightmare to be able to just get video out Today, it's not a problem. You just, you assume everyone can watch video. We're at that point now with 3D. And uh, that's really exciting because once you have that base, 
you can build almost anything, whether it's virtual reality, augmented reality, architecture, you, you name it. We're at a, a fundamental pivot in the way that we can use 3D to communicate. And that's just going to grow and grow. And uh, for me, if you let me keep rambling on, but um, for me, it's the next media type. So, you know, previous to the internet, we already had text and music and images and film, and we digitized them all and put them online, great. And then we started to build opportunities on top of those media types. But 3D as a media type is really young. Uh, it's only been around for as long as computers. Before that, it's kind of architecture and sculpture, and maybe museums. But um, you know, we have this new data type, this medium that we can use to communicate, to share, to record life experience. And we're at the, the very foothills of this uh, new opportunity. And anyone who's involved in 3D now has nothing but an amazing uh, future in front of them. And because it's now just equally distributed across the web through browsers, that means that opportunities can be built on to, on it with uh, you know next to zero cost. Uh, you know we can now start to build three D opportunities and get to maximum audience. So this whole industry is just going to flourish. It's going to grow and grow and blossom in, in a wonderful way. So I'm excited not just for us but everyone that's involved in this industry at the moment because it's you know we're the pioneers in this really new journey on this new three D media type. Yeah, and I completely echo your excitement because I, I think I, I completely see your vision. I, I completely agree with, you know, that analogy that we're on the foothills of, uh, of of all this. I think it's amazing and see this in a browser, in a tab, in, in Google Chrome or whatever you're using on a device in your hand or something you put on your, your, you know, your head, like one of those Oculus VR headsets that's just come out at kind of 300 pounds. Um, I think it's amazing. I think the, the future is uh, very, very exciting indeed. Certainly. It's been great to see you today, Danny. Uh, really good to meet you. Maybe next time we can meet up in one of your uh, virtual environments. Um, so thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Absolutely. We should dive into 3D next time and uh, perhaps make a UC Today uh, 3D office. Indeed. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please do give us a like or a share on social media. It's always appreciated. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.